Welcome to the Contemporary Roofing Podcast, brought to you by Contemporary Roofing, designed today for a better tomorrow. Now, here are your hosts, Dustin and Tyler. Hey, what's going on, guys? We've got Eric back with us today, and Tyler is on here as well. And the big question is, why did my roofer not get on my roof? It's becoming a trend of the whole Eagle View satellite measuring. I've always been taught that that's more Eagle View mismeasuring. Yes, it could it's be always like, off. Yeah. Always off. Shadows, they miss valleys. I mean, if your house is cast in a shadow over to the side, it's going to pick that up. And ultimately, you paying more for material. you paying for labor on square foot that doesn't exist. But you also, anytime you use Eagle View or any of those measuring apps or companies, you're always supposed to put one measurement and slap it up against one of theirs just to make sure everything is correct and accurate. Break down, what is the whole satellite measuring? What's Eagle View? Like, what are we looking at? So basically, they just take pinpoints on the roof at the different corners, and they use that with satellite imagery to develop measurements. But you need different things in order for that to happen. You gotta have the pitch of the roof generally to make it accurate. You gotta have uh, one of the measurements um, to put up against theirs. But basically what it is, is just a picture developed through like a Google Maps type satellite photo that tells them how many square foot of shingles are on your roof. Problem with that is it doesn't tell you anything else. You don't see what's going on up on the roof. It's just a picture and a measurement. Yep. It's, I mean, in my eyes, it's a guess. It is. They don't know the pitch. They're not in front of it. Trees, obviously, most people have trees in their yards. Right. Look up most of them satellite images, and there's typically a tree over the house, over the roof. It'd be like your car having a funny problem. You're driving up to the car lot, and the guy looking out the window and said, oh, that's your, your Ford Taurus out there? 3000 for a new motor. Yes. And without ever taking a look at it. Right. And then the additional problems that come from that is say the, the roofer was somewhat right. Say he took his satellite imagery and saw some missing shingles or whatever the case was, and that's fine. And you agree on a price for them to get up there. And then once the roofer's up there, now all of a sudden he sees what the real damage is. So now you're thinking you're paying a $500 repair. All of a sudden that's turning into several thousands of dollars because somebody was too lazy to grab a ladder and hop up there for you know, 10, 15 minutes. In all of our eyes here, does anybody see in any way, shape, or form that this is actually beneficial to the customer, the person that we're actually here to service? Or is it just beneficial to the salesperson of the roof company? No, it's beneficial to the salesperson. And basically why that is is... It's saving him time. Yeah, so he can go do 100 of these in a day as opposed to your average roof and estimator might do maybe six appointments in a At day. At most. I mean, that's a long day. Right. That's a real long day on a nice, sunny, you know, summer long that's, day. That's summer hours, too. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you got these guys that'll go around and they'll tell everybody the roof is destroyed. They'll tell everybody, yeah, it's this and that, and they don't do any of the work. And they haven't even been on the roof. Game. Yeah, they have, it's a numbers game. Well, they haven't even set foot on the roof. They don't know if you have soft decking. They don't know if the chimney flashing's in decent shape. I mean, you got to redo the counter flashing, the right. step flashing. How are the pipe boots? Where's the leak actually coming from? What's actually the culprit? They're not real professional tradesmen. They're looking, it's just a sales technique, right? Yes. Fly by I mean, we don't get many calls of saying, hey, I want a new roof. I mean, we do get them here and there, but most of the time you have a problem and that problem needs to be addressed. And if, if you not need a always, roof, you cross that bridge when you get there. Yes, it's not like, hey, I'm going to get my oil changed when I put a motor in my car. You need to address the problem at hand, then go from there. And doing satellite imagery, that image could be three years old. 
I mean, it's Google Images. I mean, you don't know when it was taken. It could be irrelevant. You may already have a new roof for the time that image was taken. But I mean, do you guys see any pros of using an Eagle View or any other satellite image here? If I was scared to get on a roof and I needed to know something about my roof, maybe. Yeah. But then I shouldn't be doing roofs. Right. Maybe from an insurance standpoint or something, yeah, you might save some money on your insurance because you don't have guys getting up on roofs and whatnot, but I don't see the benefit. I don't see that either. You're a roofing company, yeah. you're going to be paying roofing right. insurance. That's all there is to yeah. that. Your insurance rep's not going to come out and say, well, you're still installing the roof. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, you still got to get on the roof sooner or later. Yeah. Someone's got to install the roof. I just don't I think see it's just it. a time, time thing that can get to, like I said, you know, so many more times people. The cons outweigh the pros. And they tell everybody their roof is destroyed. And next thing you know, they've got 100 people that they've told that to. And so if you want to let down to, you know, just numbers and a couple people are going to buy a roof. What do you think as far as what are we missing when we don't get on a roof? Well, you're not seeing exposed nail heads. You know, when you do an installation of a roof, you're going to end up with a number of nails that have to be sealed and that sealant doesn't last forever. And that's a maintenance type thing. And so you're never gonna see any of that kind of stuff from the ground or from aerial view. You're never gonna see misplaced flashings. You're not gonna see any of the telltale signs of water damage to either decking or anything else for that matter on a roof. You're not being able to uh, check out other things, not even related, your gutter systems. Anything else that's up there, you might see some chimney issues or whatnot. You can't tell any of that stuff from a satellite imagery. No, it's you need to see it. On. You need to see it, you need to touch it. It needs to be right there. Yeah, it's like Tyler said, you know, you pull into a car repair shop and he doesn't open your hood, but it tells you exactly what's wrong with your car. He may be right about some of it, but there might be all this additional stuff that's going on as well that might be contributing to that. It's impossible to put an accurate quote together without being on the roof. Correct. I feel almost every roof quote we do, there's always something. The house just might be missing drip edge, which is code now everywhere. Yep. There's more to roofs than just shingles. Yes. And there's, I don't know, not all your problems come from shingles. There can be stuff. I mean, there could be a second layer. I mean, we just did a roof three weeks ago that had three layers on it. You're not going to see three layers from an image. It's not going to happen. Yeah, and that's another thing that goes along with that. I just read a story the other day of some professional home inspectors that were talking about this. So a lot of people, when they they walk up and, and they look at drip edge and they see a layer above it, they just assume there's one layer. However, that drip edge might be sitting on the edge of the roof, sitting on top of two layers of shingles. And so when you think you might have one layer on top of that, you've actually got three going on. Now you're not even insurable by an insurance company because of it. Yep. You know, type of situation. Every layer that you have on there is going to drive the cost up. And so these are the things that we need to know to give you an accurate estimate. So if everybody thinks there's one layer on there, that price is not going to be the same as if it had three layers. And you can't tell how many layers are on the roof from satellite imagery. And no one likes surprises. I mean, nobody likes, hey, so we opened up your roof and it's going to be an additional $2,800 because you have all this rotten decking. We need to add drip edge. There's multiple layers underneath the layer that we could actually see. No one wants that. No. And I do not want to be the person to present that to you. Or you don't Um, want to be on the other end where they account for it. They overcharged you and then they just go ahead and keep that extra. Yeah, it's definitely just, hey, get on the roof, give the person an accurate quote, put it together. It takes 15, 20 minutes to inspect the roof. That's what needs to be done. It just makes for an awkward conversation if you've got to come back and say, well, I missed this, but you got to pay for this. 
you can avoid all that by just getting the ladder off your truck and stepping foot on the roof. Well, there's been, and Eric, I'm sure you can attest to this, how many times you've been called out because someone says, hey, I got a leaky roof, and then it ends up being the flashing on the side of the chimney. Exactly. It doesn't have anything to do with shingles. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing that goes along with that, too, is if you were to have somebody come out and say that they were somewhat right about, say it was something obvious, there was some missing shingles. Everybody can see missing shingles. So he's going to say, yeah, some missing shingles, and he's going to shoot you a price. Well, most likely just a couple of missing shingles is going to fall what we call in the industry on the service minimum. So basically what that is, that's the minimum amount to have us come out and do any work on your roof. And that's pretty much a standard across the board with roofing companies. So that minimum might actually cover some of these additional issues that are up there, but you just don't even know that because the guy never got up there. So what you end up with is they send out their roofer, the roofer comes out and does the work that was talked about and agreed upon, but there's still some other issues that could have been solved in that same service call, that minimum service call. Now you gotta call them back out and pay them. No, I'm definitely right there with you on that. It's crazy the way that works, and it's starting to become a trend. You see so many guys, so many roofers out here driving around in a four-door sedan car, and most of them don't even own a ladder, much less a ladder rack or a truck. And with that, you can't be a roofer and not own a ladder and have the proper knowledge, safety equipment, and the know-how to actually know what you're doing. Let me ask you this, Eric, because you said you've been doing this for 20 years, correct? Right. Before you could ever work on a roof or inspect a roof, what was the first thing you had to do? Well, you had to get on the roof. <laughs> you had to have a ladder to get on the right. roof. Yes. I mean, most of your homeowners own ladders. You can't call yourself a professional not on a ladder. It's just... Right. And that'd be like going to the mechanic that doesn't own a jack or a... A wrench. A wrench. Yeah. Of some sorts. I feel like that wraps us up for the day. At this point, we all know what the whole satellite imagery inspection deals are. And in my eyes, like I said, I think they're worthless. There's certain times that I believe that they are beneficial. If you got a really steep slope, impossible to walk, yes, then it kind of makes sense, but I still believe that you still need to get up there and inspect that roof in the areas that you can walk in and inspect it. Just like with anything else, you, you need to do your due diligence. I mean, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's most likely a duck. So if they're not getting on your roof, they don't have a ladder, they're most likely not a roofer. Right, so if you had somebody come up to a roofer and you just asked them to evaluate a roof from the ground, they would tell you that they have to get up on the roof. So if you got somebody saying that they can do it from the ground, they don't know anything about roofs. Otherwise, they would know that they have to be on the roof in order to properly evaluate it. Well, that wraps this up for the day, guys. As always, if you guys have any questions or concerns, please feel free to give us a call or shoot us an email. for listening to the Contemporary Roofing Podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast, please let us know in a review. Then don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. 